Hey, this is Hannah, and you're listening to The Morning Show here on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hello and welcome to Tantramar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Wednesday, August 2nd. On today's show... They're so close and they, they're so camouflaged and then when they all go up and just start swirling around, it's just, it's just amazing. It's amazing. That's Suzanne Smith from Campbellton looking at about 30,000 sandpipers as they get ready to feed in the mudflats of Johnson's Mills on Dorchester Cape back in August of last year. As the sandpipers return again this year, we revisit the Nature Conservancy of Canada's Shorebird Observation Deck to learn a bit more about the birds and when to go see them. That's coming up shortly, but first we follow up on the tragic murder of Jamie Leard. It was two years and two months after Jamie Leard was shot and killed by his former friends in Upper Cape, New Brunswick, that his mother Doris Leard had the chance to speak in court and tell one of her son's killers about the impact of his actions on May 25, 2021. Leard told the Moncton courtroom last week how much she missed Jamie. The grieving mother said she called and texted Jamie almost daily to see how he was and tell him she loved him. Leard talked about a number of routines and rituals that are now lost that are now lost to her forever, including dinners at her home with her son, annual visits to family in PEI, and Christmas and birthday celebrations. Leard was given time to read her victim impact statement on July 25th during a sentencing hearing for Sean Patterson, one of two men who has pled guilty to a role in Jamie Leard's death. Jamie's uncle, Michael Winter, also filed a victim impact statement with the court, but chose not to read it aloud. Patterson is facing a joint recommendation for 14 years in prison before he is eligible for parole, minus three years and three months for time already served. Chief Justice Tracy DeWare won't hand down the actual sentence until September 7th. Patterson's co-accused, Henry Potty, is due for his sentencing hearing on September 15th. Both the Crown Attorney and defense lawyers agreed that although there was no clear motive for the murder, the use and dependence of crystal meth was the driving force behind the violent crime. Now for today's feature story. It's that time of year again. Tens of thousands of semi-palmated sandpipers and other shorebirds are gathering at the mudflats near Johnson's Mills in Dorchester Cape in a weeks-long feeding frenzy that will help them make their annual migration from the Arctic all the way to South America. More than a quarter million shorebirds, about 30% of the world's population, return to the Bay of Fundy's tidal mudflats each year, according to the Nature Conservancy of Canada. The birds started arriving this year around July 11th, and by July 28th were congregating in large numbers. On Monday, staff at the Johnson's Mills Centre estimated about 40,000 birds spent the day feasting on mud shrimp off Dorchester Cape. Last year around this time, CHMA stopped in at Johnson's Mills to see what all the fuss was about. I get down here several times per season and they put on a great show today about 30,000 of them performing for us. So it's always spectacular to watch and even to just see them on the beach walking around. It's quite amazing. Yeah. And so you say 30,000. Now, is that, is that a number from the interpreters or do yeah. you have a way of counting yourself? 
Well, it's 100 per square meter when they're on the beach, packed densely, so you can form your own opinion about it. But yeah. I asked the staff here. They're used to counting them. Yeah, I know. There you go. All right. Oh, it's definitely worth the trip. It's always worth the trip. Are, yeah. are you a regular? Uh, well, I've come quite a few times, but, you know, this is only my second time this year. But, yeah. Second time this year. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. This is only some days I come more than years I come more than that. But yeah, yeah, it's never it's always worth it. It's always different. Yeah. Sometimes they're more active and sometimes not, but Yeah. And how does today compare? There's a fair number of them out there today. There's a lot of birds there. They're kinda sluggish though. Yeah. (laughs) Must be the heat. (laughs) Right. A little too hot. They're not flying as much as usual. No, no, it's fun when they're flying, but I know they need to conserve their energy too, so I'm I'm kind of reclimped, is that okay? Because I've been coming for this for years, and this is what I've been wanting to see for years, and I'm finally getting to see it. Sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> it's quite something, isn't it? It is. It's just amazing. Yeah. And so many people don't know about it. People that are, like, just in Moncton, mm-hmm. not so far away. Yeah. So just thousands of them out thousands there. Thousands and thousands, and it's just amazing how... They're so close, and they, they're so camouflaged, and then when they all go up and just start swirling around, it's just, it's just amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, Very so exciting you, to see. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been down to see them a few times, and this is the first time you've caught that. I've caught this many and doing the flight. Oh, there they go. Oh, beautiful. It's just amazing. I've seen smaller numbers, like 10,000. Anytime, I've always kind of missed the big crowd of them because they, they go south. I've missed them yeah. other years. Just the timing. Yeah, yeah. It's just amazing. Like, wow. It's beautiful. Those are some of the folks who stopped by Johnson's Mel Shorebird Interpretive Center last August to view tens of thousands of sandpipers and other shorebirds gathered to feed and rest. We also asked then-manager Zoe Estabrooks to share some more information about the birds. So each individual bird stays here for two to three weeks, but we do get a cycle of um, the females actually arrive first, then we have the males and finally the juveniles arriving. So that's why we see the migration is about um, from mid-July into September, but our peak is usually the second or third week in August. Um, Now... One question I have about the sandpipers, I mean, I know they come here, they double their weight, they start out the size of a bed of strawberry, or the weight of a bed of strawberry, and double that weight over their time, Um, and they're feeding on these mudflats. What are they eating? So the main thing they eat is Corophium volutator, which is uh, considered a mud shrimp, and they can eat up to 30 to 40,000 of those a day. And to put that into perspective, that would be like an adult eating 150 cheeseburgers a day. Wow. Okay. So it's a lot. <laughs> um, right now, we're on the beach, and we're, we're looking at, there's quite a few of them. And you said maybe at some point today there was about 50,000. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of birds out there. And they're, they're kind of chilling among the rocks. They almost kind of blend into the rocks. Um, uh, what, what makes them... Uh, they, they're notorious for, for flying in these beautiful patterns, thousands of them together. What makes them fly together like that? How does that work? 
so they they fly as a school of fish swim so they'll turn just as one turns they all turn no one knows exactly how they do it to this scale because sometimes there can be over a hundred thousand birds in it um that's one of the mysteries i guess people haven't figured it we haven't cracked that that problem or that that question right exactly we'd love to ask them but unfortunately they they won't tell us <laughs> Um, you know, give us the lowdown on when is the best time to come see the birds if, if people are interested in coming to see them in action. So the best time to see the birds is um, around high tide. So we say two hours before to two hours after high tide. Anywhere within that four hour period is the best time to come see them um, because our tide goes out two kilometers here. So at low tide, they'd be way far out and very difficult to see. And that, like, that long, far tide is kind of one of the reasons why this beach is chosen by them, isn't it? Is that, like, what makes it, the, that, that, that's what provides those mud flats that they can feed off? Is that why they're here? Yeah, so they really like the mud flats here. And um, in the Bay of Fundy, there's so much mud flats when the tide goes out for them to, so they can spread out, and that's why so many of them can come. One thing that we do really like people to know is while the best time to see the shorebirds is two hours before to two hours after the high tide, that's also the time that we ask people to stay off the beach because that is the only time that the shorebirds are resting. The rest of the time they're feeding. So if there's people on the beach, they'll be disturbing the birds and they'll be burning that energy that they just spent the whole time feeding. That's Zoe Estabrooks, who last year served as manager of the Nature Conservancy of Canada's Shorebird Interpretive Centre at Johnson's Mills, just off Route 935, about 10 minutes outside Dorchester. This year's return of the Sandpipers coincides with another comeback. For the first time since 2019, Dorchester is hosting its annual Sandpiper Festival. From August 11th to 13th, the village will become home to concerts, kids' activities, and events like a jailbird 10K run, a fiber art fair, and canoe races on Palmer's Pond. On Saturday, August 12th, there will be shuttles running all morning between Dorchester Village Centre and Johnson's Mills. You can find out more at sackville.com sandpiper. That's it for Tanchamar Report for this Wednesday, August 2nd. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the Local Journalism Initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. Hi, this is Dave. Hey, this is Adam. And we're from Revolution Rock. You're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. And now the weather. Today, sunny earlier this morning and earlier this afternoon, then a... Wouldn't it be great to have some fun money to spend this summer? For just a toonie, the Rotary Club of Sackville offers you a chance to participate in the gold mine. This is a weekly lottery where the winner gets 50% of the proceeds and the other 50% goes toward gold mine expenses and the funding of community and international projects. You can pick up the gold mine registration forms at a variety of participating retailers. For a list of locations or for more information, visit the Rotary Club's website at sackvillerotary.ca.
Tantramar's Town Hall, located at 31C Main Street in Sackville, currently has extended office hours throughout the summer until September 1st. Town Hall will be open Monday to Thursday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Fridays from 8.30 to 4.30 p.m., not including civic holidays. For more information, call 506-364-4930 or visit sackville.com. Hey, this is Hannah, and you're listening to CHMA, 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hi, my name is Caitlin, and you're listening to The Morning Show here at CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. That's right, you're listening to The Morning Show, and I'm your host, Craig. It's currently 9.12, 9.13 actually, 9.13 a.m., and I'm going to take you right down to 10 a.m., so welcome, welcome on this journey. So we're going to start off, we're going to start off with some music, some music, and then we just take it down, enjoy the vibe. So coming up is In Your Motion by Louis Val, so Louis Val coming up.
that was nobody else by Danyaka and before that we had shadows shadows by Mars Lloyd and before that we had in your motion in your motion by Louis Val what lovely lovely songs that we had there we had wonderful 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 songs it's currently 9:23 currently 9:23 and i've got some local announcements some local announcements are uh, u turns is at it again with another youth make your own food night so let's get rolling the burrito edition will take place on wednesday august 9th from 5 to 7 p.m. head on down to St. Paul's Anglican Church at 125 Main Street in Sackville to roll yourself a burrito and hang out with other high school aged youth. There will be vegetarian and carnivore options for spicy and non-spicy burrito fans alike. Free transportation is available for those who need a ride. And for more information to book a ride or to register for this event, contact Michael at 506-229-4820. That's 506 506- Two two nine four eight two zero, or on Facebook at Michael U Turns. That's Michael Y O U Turns. So yes, yes, yes. That is the burrito edition. Burrito edition. And then we have uh, we have our hiking club. So step out to rediscover nature and enjoy the fresh summer air by taking part in the adult hiking club. Hikers will meet on Tuesday, August fifteenth at six p.m. to enjoy the beauty of Slex Cove. For more information and to register for this event, visit sackful.com for slash programs. That's sackful.com for slash programs. And I'll say let's get into some music. So coming up is Nothing Left by Fanny coming up next.